From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Matt, how are you, my friend? Hello, I'm doing well. Doing well. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, feeling good. Finally running and not feeling like I'm going to die because I've been out of shape. Your lungs aren't burning. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's like still kind of still hard, but I'm just like just starting to turn the corner. Yeah. I've been I've been feeling like a bit of a, a failure out there as a <laughs> as a Iron Man triathlete. Well, you were sick for a good four weeks or so. That was part of the issue. Yes, yeah. but uh, yeah, trying to get back because I got a race on April Fool's Day. So did you run the day? Yeah, four miles. Whoa! Oh, so you just said that. Yeah. Sorry. I was no, thinking no. of the next question. I was like, did I say that? You're just like bored already of talking <laughs> no, about it. No. We're 45 <laughs> seconds into the episode. <laughs> do you, uh, do you listen to anything when you run? Uh, yeah, I listen to, usually it's, I actually listen to either books or podcasts. Uh-huh. I don't. So I'll listen to music if I'm like on a really long run and I need to like transition from yes. audio to music Kinda to get like, like the cadence going. Get me, of the yeah, beat. yeah. Get, like get some fake energy going, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm listening to a nerdy fantasy book right now. So that's oh. all. Yeah, I know. You love that. No, but that takes some skills to run, keep pace and oh. like take in. I, I'm impressed. I don't I don't think much skill. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you have both ears um, listening or do you kind of keep one open for like trucks driving by? Uh, when I run, I do both. But when I bike, I just do the right ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just do the right ear. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Good stuff, eh? <laughs> I often, when I'm mowing my little front yard, I'll I'll have like something on listening to it and then someone will walk by the side. I know I'll get spooked. Yeah, that happens to me too. I, I don't I know. I totally, I, cause like whenever I'm like putting up my Christmas lights or taking them down, cause I've been in the taking them down process. Yes. They still aren't all the way down. Yes. Uh, my neighbor will just start, I'll have like noise canceling earbuds in <laughs> listening to something. And my neighbor just starts talking and I don't know he's even talking. And then all of a sudden I like see him and I'm like, Oh, dude, I didn't hear anything. You know, it's <laughs> just like, oh, 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 super funny. Uh, you're like fearful that like maybe you've ignored him at one yeah, point. Exactly. He's like, Jerk. Yeah. yeah. Dude, my neighbor's like on the warpath against uh, the trash company right now. Ooh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I could easily join that, <laughs> yeah. that coalition. Yeah. They like, um, <laughs> dude, this like we had like a new one of the truck drivers was like a new guy or something. Yeah. And he just dumped two of the whole trash cans. <laughs> Of like a couple people on my street, including me, just dumped the whole can into the truck. Uh-huh. Like so that he just drove away with the can. <laughs> and you're like, dude, we need that. And wait, how do you you're just missing? You just assumed it was it, just but- gone. Yeah. And then my neighbor, uh, my other neighbor said, I saw him. He just took it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, what the world? Because I was asking, like, did you guys actually take my trash can into your backyard right. or whatever? And then, uh, yeah, it was just gone. And so then they had to like bring me out another one but it was like a week and it was during christmas oh, and christmas amazing. times when you have like the most trash ever yes. like the wrapping paper yes. the food it's overflowing <laughs> <laughs> and then they like got mad because they the trash guy like got all mad and like cussed out my neighbor oh, because no. he had his car like a little bit like too close to where the cans yeah. were and he wasn't going to take it and like and the guy's like just just take it here let me move this over yeah. blah blah and then he like started cussing him out. Oh, so then my, there's my, some drama. I know my neighbor's like a retired cop, so he was just like not having it. <laughs> it was good. Like I like the the like neighborhood drama. That's fun stuff. Bonds you guys together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was asking him this morning how to go with the trash company. <laughs> I had a I had a cool thing about I had like two years ago. 
we got rid of our sandbox and it was like all kind of wet sand. Oh yeah. <laughs> so basically it was like cement by the time you put it in the can. Oh yeah. And the guy tried to lift it. It's like Oh, it's too heavy. Yeah, yeah. And it was just shaking and it oh, wouldn't no. go over. But then the guy was so cool. He's like, Hey, just take out a little bit right now and I'll swing back around. No and I'm way. Like, you got it. And so Wow. He like made a special trip down the block and then came around. So I've always had grace whenever there's like the cans kind of Dude, to the yeah. side or there's oh, stuff yeah, that falls yeah, out yeah. after that move. It was really, it was really helpful. That's like incredible. You'd think they would not be that way at all. Right. I'd be like super surprised. That's right. amazing. You got thousands of cans to pick up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure that's the kind of job where you've got your route and you get to go home when you're done with your route. It's not yeah. like you just do eight hours. It's like you got to finish your route. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so he was willing to like, yeah. get home later for you. Do you think you you should, did you get that guy a Christmas present? <laughs> do you get your post? Do you get your postman I do, a I Christmas gave, present? I do. I tried to get my postman a Christmas present this really? year. It was a I gave him a, like a restaurant gift card. Whoa! Yeah, dude. How do you how do you do that? Like you put? <laughs> I waited till I saw him. So oh, okay. we have a walking. We're a walking um, yeah. postman mm-hmm. uh, or postal worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so his name's Gustavo. Uh-huh. I know his name. Like yeah. and so I talked to him. I like the whole like the walking and it's like right next to my front door. Right. So you can like, you get a chance to like, yeah, say hi. And I see him like all around the neighborhood. And like <laughs> uh, if I'm, he knows my car, like he'll wave to me if I'm driving by. Oh, that's good. It's so cool. Yeah. I just know, those I little it. things. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you corrected yourself. You said postman, but then you said postal worker. Yes. So that's kind of the more correct way to say it. Right. Well, there, there are females True. that do the job. Yes. So you corrected me yesterday on something and I've been thinking about it and I think you're right. I did. You said, I said, hey, happy Chinese New Year. And you're oh, like, yeah. bro, it's not Chinese New Year. It's Lunar New Year. Correct. And I was thinking you were saying that because it's not just China that celebrates it. That Vietnam, is. a lot of the Asian countries. Yes. But actually, is it kind of more of like an offensive term to say Chinese New Year? Is it like better to say Lunar New Year? No, no, no. I don't. So I think it's not offensive to Chinese people because it originated with the Chinese calendar. Okay. So, so would it chi- be like the China no flu or something no like, no no like... no 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 it's not like that it's not like that would be super offensive but yeah. no i don't think it's like that it's just like it's not inclusive of other countries that use that as a celebration sure which yeah. i was about a day old learning that this this weekend oh i, I didn't understand that like the philippines celebrates it korea yeah. celebrates yeah, korea. it yeah it's amazing yeah. i know huh so there you go and they've kind of transitioned from it used to be like I mean, it's like pretty like idolatry when you get back to it, like kind of like pagan roots and stuff. But I know that there's like a lot of Christians in these nations that have kind of redeemed it in similar ways to some different holidays that we would have like have in Western cultures. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting. huh? And in the Lunar New Year, it's when the it's according to the moon. So basically they're saying that yesterday marks the end of winter, beginning of spring in a sense, in the lunar calendar. Oh, I actually don't. I didn't, I don't know much yeah, about I, it. I went to Wikipedia, so I don't know if it's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's, everybody bashes Wikipedia, but I think it's like nuance on Wikipedia that's yeah, not right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's funny. So I, I, and that just leads into, I'm looking forward to spring. It's, Ugh. I feel like it's rained a lot last few weeks. It's so cold at night right now. Yes, I'm looking forward to the it. days getting lighter. Yep. The weather getting a little warmer. When I've ran, like when I've been running in the morning, it's like forty degrees outside. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold for us Southern Californians. Very, very cold. Yeah. Some one of our like missionaries in Germany or somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, <laughs> "You are so weak. <laughs> you are soft. Just so so cowboys <laughs> just can't handle." Yeah, I officiated a wedding on Friday, and um, as we were, it was outside, and oh. as we were speaking, you could see your breath oh, going wow. out. I was like, "Well, that's that, that's next level here in SoCal." 
That wedding you did was interesting because that was in San Juan. I don't, we're yeah. not going to need to get into like all the details of it, but just it was in San Juan and the Orange Lutheran Winter Formal was in San Juan. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was at the Mission. So this is on weird. On Saturday or on Friday? It was Saturday, okay. sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, did you say Friday? I apologize. I did Friday, but yeah. I apologize. It was Saturday. Oh, that's funny. But yeah. Um, so that's okay. one of my favorite. We're way off the rails here, but that no, was, that's, that's one of my favorite streets right now. Oh, dude. Is that just downtown San Juan area. It's just some cool little stores, restaurants. Obviously the mission, but you know what's there. Oh, my favorite place. Heritage Barbecue. That's right. Heritage Barbecue is the best. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's very expensive, but very good. And yeah. then it's like really close to that Los Rios district, yep. which is also a nice Across little area the train to walk tracks. Around. Yep. You got Hidden House Coffee. Yep. Which was started by a Calvary Christian School alumni. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Or alumnus. Alum alumnu. He would alumna? be an alumnus. Alumnae? <laughs> yes, singular. Um, but yeah, um, and then, yeah, so anyway, that's a cool area. Yep. I thought it was weird that the mission was willing to have a school dance. Yeah. You know, these youths these days, they're, these, these, a lot of these people are kind of scantily clad, and huh. they're playing probably some gnarly music, is my guess, even at a private school. Yeah. And so it's just interesting that they would do that. At the, I don't know. You'd think that there'd be like Catholic rules or something against that. Yeah. I'm surprised that there's not. Just because it's like if it's something like Catholicism, if there's a rule, you're not going to like get around it. So this is interesting <laughs> that you're bringing this up because my cousin, who's actually um, went to be with the Lord a few years ago, but um, my cousin was the, uh, what do you call it? Like the, the director of events at the mission. No way. And so, wow. yeah, she would do all kinds of stuff there. I think they've jumped the, I think they've jumped yeah, the they shark. Jumped the sh okay, okay. Yeah, the sacredness. Whatever brings that. in the cash. <laughs> <laughs> and it might be sort of like disassociated from the church itself. There's a church next door. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get off of nonsense. Okay. Um, and I'm sure we'll. Trash trucks. Yeah. Trash Lunar trucks. Lunar New Year. <laughs> San Juan Capistrano. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. It's gold. San Juan, it's gold. It's my old hood, man. That's where yeah, my old church is. was. Yeah, yes. I'm proud that you used to live in so Southern Orange County. Or so oh, you are? How do you say it? South County. South County. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the gem of Orange County. Oh, it I, really is. I tend to agree, but this could get us uh, in trouble. Well, maybe we'd actually get some emails. It'd be kind of <laughs> cool to get some like angry emails. Yeah, you guys, Eric didn't even bring his laptop into the studio today because he wasn't even considering that we'd get, a, <laughs> get an email through... <laughs> podcast at calvarylife.org so, i mean i'm sure we didn't it's also i my also my computer's being repaired oh it is yeah oh. getting a new keyboard oh yeah it was double tapping yeah yeah <laughs> anyway um so yeah so yeah i'm from south county it is uh it is better if you disagree and think central orange county is better then uh, send an email to podcast at calvarylife.org well the argument that central orange county is better is what Where's the center of Orange County? It's Santa Ana. Santa so Ana, yeah. We are the center. Everyone has to come here eventually. What's the big water cooler saying, or water tower <laughs> saying now? It says uh, downtown Orange right, County. Downtown Santa Orange Ana, County. downtown Orange yeah. County. And, I mean, you can't beat Tustin, Orange. <laughs> Sorry. Garden. I live in Tustin. It's so, like, Garden it's Grove. great, but it's just boring. You what? Know? What's, like, it's quiet. It's nice. It's a good place to live. There's nothing interesting about Tustin. You have two Targets. You have two Costcos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even think like Peter's that whole Canyon. that district area shouldn't count as Tustin. <laughs> it does feel kind of. It feels like Irvine. Irvine yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on the border there. That's funny. Uh, All right. So you preached yesterday. Yes. They preached this last Sunday when people yes. are listening. 
Um, and we finished our series, Thrill of Hope. Right. Dude, by the way, I was on stage at the end of it, uh, at the end of service, and I was talking, I was going to talk about, uh, it's been so good that we finished this series. And for some reason, my brain couldn't remember the name of the series, Thr- A Thrill of Hope. Yeah. Um, and I was like sitting there, like, kind of like just, <laughs> Just talking rant like about stuff like Lord bring that to my mind yes. and it finally came. But oh, like, that's good. I know I was like so nervous. That's happened why. to me with names. Like yeah, you're about dude. to introduce somebody. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then and you the know name them. comes to you right at the last second. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So we finished Thrill of Hope, which yeah. was that Luke one and two. Yeah. And it finishes that childhood portion of Jesus's life, mm-hmm. which I mean. I, almost all of it's from zero to eight days. Right. And then you get one story <laughs> get one at story. 12 years old. Yep. Um, yeah. What, uh, what for you was like, kind of like the most exciting part to talk? Cause I think it's an awesome it's story. So good. Was I've this... never preached on that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, this whole Luke series is going to be just so great for us because it, it's like taking something so familiar yeah, yeah, and it's peeling the onion a little bit on it. So it's not like we're trying to find like brand new things that no one's ever talked about before. Yeah. But I think as you just approach the, the scriptures, Holy Spirit, and just kind of your own life stage experiences, yeah. the audience you're talking to just draws out things that you've just never thought about before. Yeah. And there was things in this, just this uh, Luke 2, 41 through 52 that I had just never, ever considered mm or thought about before. And so it was fun. It was fun for me to teach and preach on it yesterday. Yeah, dude, I didn't, I don't know. I just, it struck me. I should just obviously, it's like obvious at some level, but it struck me when you said, these are the first spoken words of Jesus right. in the gospel. Of Luke. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was like awesome. And I love that. It's so funny that the first words are kind of like, <laughs> duh, mom. <laughs> it's such a like preteen. Where, where else would I be? <laughs> so yeah. funny. Uh, I, I feel like I want to use that now. Like if I ever, if I speak in like middle school or something, yeah. I want to do that passage and just be like, look guys, first words are like, whatever mom. <laughs> and, uh, and I know you talked about this stuff, but like, and then, but then look like the next line is like, and he obeyed everything they said. Or yeah. Whatever, you know? yeah. Yeah. You could, yeah. yeah. You could kind of hook yeah, them could, in yeah, with, hook the, them with that. Um, I have to do my father's business, but yeah, yeah I, I obeyed as well. <laughs> there was a couple things that stuck out to me with that. One was the three days they looked for him. Yeah. And I'm not a numerologist in a sense where every number in the Bible yeah. has this crazy significance that yeah. you know it's not, you can take that a little bit too far i think at times right but there definitely is connections of numbers yeah um in the bible and so the fact that luke listed i mean i think he's stating a fact that yeah. it was three days i don't think he just like put that in there no, to like make some type not. of um, yeah. uh, allegory but but it is powerful they were searching for jesus for three days yep. and then obviously 20 years on that very week he would then also be gone for three days yeah, and then rise from the dead. So I thought that was a really cool new thing for me. And then Paul Rose now, shout out to Paul, a great longtime member here at Calvary, but he came to me after the service and he said, you know, as you were sharing something that hit me was they searched for him for three days in Jerusalem, Mary and Joseph. We think it was Mary and Joseph's parents and maybe there's other siblings and stuff like that that were with him. I'm just saying it might not just have been them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're searching for him. And then on the third day they go into the temple and they find him there. Paul had this good point of like, wow, isn't that interesting? The last place they looked was, was God's t- house. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, right, right. and how many times in our own yeah. lives, the last place we turn 
is God. Yeah, <laughs> like wow. when we're worried about something, stressed about something, I was like, Paul, that's interesting. I wish you would have told me that 20 minutes ago. I could have right. shared Seriously, that. In the... <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was actually in my notes, you know, I don't know how you, all of us prepare for different teaching and stuff like that, but I have a word doc and I just start dumping thoughts and ideas in there. And I had actually put in there. It's so interesting that the temple was um, the place they went to at the end. And I thought they were probably going there to pray like, okay, we can't find can't find him. Let's just go in the temple and let's just like, Oh, like pray and look for, yeah. yeah pray let's, just, shows up. let's just uh, <laughs> throw up a, a prayer here to God inside his, his place where he's present. But that, you know, that obviously he was there. And so I, I just really like how Paul made that point. It's like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Lord. How many times I do that. So those were two things that stuck out to That's me. That's cool. I was thinking about some other thing too. And I was just trying to like, look it up just now. Yeah. Refresh yourself. But, um, it's interesting how in Luke two, I can't remember if it's two times or three times, but I kind of didn't realize it was multiple times, but where, at the end of the just like the classic Christmas story with the shepherds and all mm-hmm. that, where he's born, where Jesus is born, it does in verse 219, it's, but Mary, I'm reading it NASB right now because that's yeah. what was close to me, but Mary treasured all these Pondered, things, pondering them yep. in her heart. Yep. And then at the very end here in verse 51, his mother yep. treasured all these things in her heart. Like, it's interesting that it's like a repeating theme yes. with Mary. That would be something fun to kind of dig into. It would, yeah. It's so hard when you, like, I almost feel like you could have done a series just on the story you did yesterday. Yeah. Like just on the passage you had. Oh, yeah. You could have done like a three or four week. Oh, the wisdom piece. Yeah, the wisdom. Let's just talk about yeah, wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I butchered <laughs> verse 52, that final verse goes, you know, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Yeah. Butchering it meaning just like I just didn't do it justice. Like uh, that that could be oh yeah, yeah, yeah the entire talk right there. It's like yeah. what was going on? How do you, what do you mean grew in wisdom? I know. Um, well, this was so crazy, dude. Is I broke up like I broke up this whole Luke series into 124 sermons. Yeah, and that feels extremely long. Yeah, like crazy. Like I was talking to this guy Steve that's doing like a series on Luke and Acts, uh-huh. the whole thing of Luke and Acts, and they're doing it in like six months, <laughs> you know. And we're we're probably if we did Luke and Acts, it would take like five years, right? <laughs> and right. So so there's just like choices, like yeah, and then. But then we still feel like you could have done like three more. Yeah. You know, it's and just, that's the beauty of the scripture is yeah. that it's simple enough for like my son, Seth and his buddy Gage to oh, read yeah. yesterday. Yeah, talk about that. But it's also so deep that you could do a whole right. <laughs> month sermon study right. on it or, or even personal study. But but yeah. Um, oh, um, oh, pondered part. Yeah. Pondered. So I think. Uh, I gotta be careful because, uh, in, uh, the chosen, uh, you know, the adaptation, oh, you're getting the, like affected by the right? chosen, you're totally, yeah. I'm totally getting affected by the, by, <laughs> but there's a scene in there where Matthew, um, or no, no, there's a scene where, um, Luke is portrayed interviewing Mary, mm. um, and then writing down her account of the things that Jesus did. I remember that's beginning of, right, of this, yeah, like, yeah, the Christmas yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to be careful that not like inserting like, you know, extra biblical imaginary things in there. But I really think that Mary, it was obvious Mary was one of the people that Luke interviewed for this gospel. Yeah, it makes sense. How else? There's there's certain details that only she would be aware of and understand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this whole treasured pondered. Yeah. And it it would make sense that she would like repeat that. And I just sat there and treasured these, you know, whatever the Hebrew version of, or, you know, or Greek version of saying that is, you know, and, um, yeah, there's something cool about that. Like mm-hmm. she just was a person that stopped and kind of like stopped and think about, mm. stopped and think about what is going on. Like what just happened here? Like, mm. whoa. And honestly, 
those two stories are like 12, 12 years apart. It's mm-hmm. not like, it's not, it's like in the same chapter in our Bible, but 12, yeah. it's still 12 years later. Right. It's kind of funny to just think about how it's like the next paragraph. And yeah. so it's hard to like space that out. But um, yeah, so this moment, she was just in Luke 2 at the beginning when she's a baby. Okay, let me just take this in. Mm-hmm. And then he's 12 and like, oh, he's in his father's house. Let mm-hmm. me, let me take that in for mm-hmm. a second. Like, it seems like she's like really thought about yeah. it. And then, oh, Oh gosh, I have so many things. Sorry, I'm like all over the place That's right now. Good. But this, the part where it says like the part where they didn't know and like didn't you know I'd be in my father's house? And then they were like they didn't. I forget how it puts it, but it's like they're they, confused. They're confused. Yeah. So I realized all my hate on Mary. Did you know is wrong? I'm <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm here like to in a way that is recorded. <laughs> for the for history i take back everything like this is a big moment dude i take back everything i've said about mary did you know being a dumb song because (laughs) so like because the the thing is i hate mary did you know because it's like yeah the angel told her duh when you are in luke one it says like you know the angel's like hey he's gonna be the savior he's gonna be whatever and then but then they're like confused like 12 years later yes when he's been just probably playing like kickball or whatever right, you know like right. whatever kids are doing uh and they're just like nah this kid's not messiah um yeah so they're still confused so she's confused so she didn't know necessarily she didn't understand at least Mary, did you understand is not wow. quite as catchy i feel like this is a historical right? moment right jordan as our director <laughs> producer editor of the podcast would you just insert Mary, did you know no, 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 right no, 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 that's say, terrible. Just play a minute Nobody of Mary, wants you know, that right no, now. It's going to have some sort of like um, copyright <laughs> infringement. Um, but this would be, that, this would be a funny part to use on the Instagram pull out, like pull quote part here. Yes. For, you know, <laughs> me, I, Eric Wakeling, admit that I was wrong. Mary, about, did you know? Mary, did you know? The baby, the 12 year old <laughs> would go into the temple. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's the funniest thing ever. But it's like, yeah, man. Yeah. So I got to call like a couple people. I already texted Susie and apologized. <laughs> yeah, Susie's got, a patient. Got, someone that's a love yeah. loves that song that you've always teased. Yeah. I got to call. I think Josh Matlock, who used to be yes. a pastor here, he's he was a big advocate. Okay, make your amends. Yeah, I got to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the amends. That's one of my steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah. So we concluded. No. Thrill of Hope. Yep. Yep. I really liked it. Yeah, me too. It's good. It's good. Like a little bit of a deeper dive. Because mm-hmm. you usually do these texts for just like a cr- couple weeks Christmas. for Christmas. Yeah. But we did like, I don't know, eight or something mm-hmm. on Luke 1 and 2. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a lot. Yep. And uh, it's interesting. Then we'll we'll get into um, Luke 3 and 4, which yep. is this whole like Jesus get ready. getting, yeah, yeah, getting ready, preparing for ministry, like his baptism his fasting, his temptation, even like I thought about his genealogy is kind of showing how he was prepared over like mm-hmm. over all of these centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, it's why do you think and it's a possible question in some ways, but why do you think we just don't have any account from know, the dude. age of 12 to really what we're going to read next with you yeah. know, his entrance into getting ready for ministry? I know it's so interesting, like why they just like didn't talk about it. Yeah. I don't know if it was like, was he kind of like laying low on purpose? Mm. Was he kind of trying to just like, because even when he started his ministry, he was like 
not wanting it to be everybody knows about it. Right. Like he was trying to keep it quiet until it was like the, the right time that the yeah. father's appointed time. Yeah. So maybe it would have been too, it would be cool to get like a couple stories that just show more of his humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't know though. There's some extra, or uh, there's some apocryphal, apocryphal. Yeah. You said it right. Apocryphal, yeah, apocryphal um, stories of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Gospel of Thomas, I think talks about, Jesus as a boy putting mud and molding it together, making it into a bird. And then the bird, you know, yeah. he breathes life into it and it flies away. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting in those things that I've just come across, it doesn't impress me about Jesus. I mean, there's, yeah. like, there's a couple like miracle type things, yeah. but it's like, but he was just kind of doing it. Yeah. Cause he could do it. Yeah. Where it feels like every intention of ministry miracle that Jesus does is for a greater purpose. Yep. So yeah, so those those stories I think are rightfully just denounced. Like, oh, that's not really that, yeah. didn't, that didn't happen. Um, so maybe there was a sense that he was just laying low, or yeah. there was things that were happening in his life that were um, beneath the surface that God like like Luke two fifty two that he was just being grown in wisdom and <laughs> growing physically and yep. growing in favor, and that was enough. Yeah, um, I did read in preparation for this Sunday how. Wow, you look at his life and he had 12 to 30, that whole preparation time, 18 years. You know, Paul had a couple years, I believe, before he started off as mm-hmm. a missionary. Mm-hmm. And does the local church elevate people too quickly? Like there's not a mm. a period of mentoring and kind of just underneath the surface work that th- it's done. Hmm. I probably would say yes in many ways to that, right? Like mm. we do tend to give people leadership quickly mm-hmm. or maybe there is some wisdom in allowing people to slowly mature. Mm. Um, and I, I'm not necessarily thinking of like Calvary church necessarily, but just like in general, like, yeah, yeah. Is that just kind of, um, I, bet, I think we do that with like, unfortunately we do that with people with like very dynamic, um, personalities, like very like mm. charismatic, um, mm-hmm. teaching, teaching gift, yeah. you know, right. Those people will get elevated. Right. I think really, really quickly. I know I got like my junior high pastor job <laughs> when I was still a sophomore right. at Biola, which yeah. was pretty young, but at the same time, like I had been, you know, I'd been, I was like discipled and mentored by a campus crusade, like yeah. leader the whole year prior. I'd been like yeah. going, I was going to like Biola then after that. Mm-hmm. And like, anyway, mm-hmm. I was an intern for a while. So I, I don't know, even though it was felt really quick, there were still those steps of like preparation. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know. You're right. It is interesting. Um, so yeah, I think it's like probably, you probably have to like be careful. You don't like go too fast or too slow. Cause like yeah. you can like hold people back with the spirits, like moving in them right. and like, you know, empowering right. them and you hold them back. Yeah. I always think about that with missions because, like, it was so funny because, like, the books that they made us read when we were in college were, like, these books like Peace Child and Brushko, Mm -hmm. which are these stories of, like, people just Mm -hmm. radically going. They didn't go to college. Mm -hmm. They didn't do, like, some sort of training program. They just got, like, a sense of God's calling in their life, and they just bailed and went to some gnarly place where, like, there were, like, people that would, like, kill a Westerner or whatever, you know? And... And then they would go and like God worked in these ways. And so they use these books with us, like in like, even like at Biola and like yeah. our, in our missions type classes. Right. And then, but then it's like, but we don't do that actually. What yeah. we do is we <laughs> say, wait and go to four years of school and yeah. then go to this other training program. Yeah. And then you can go in the mission field. So I think there's gotta be space for both. Right. right. Like, yeah. The, yeah. I totally agree. I think we live in a culture that's microwaves, you know, leadership, um, microwaves, meaning that just kind of, like zap something 
quickly where there is something about slow discipleship that I think is wise, yeah, not yeah. even just in pastoral missions work, but even just in the Christian life. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you think about that in like political leaders, business leaders, but mm-hmm. what I've heard even people complain about with like the younger generation is like, <laughs> oh, they want to step into a job that pays a hundred thousand right away. Yeah, and they yeah. want to have like a corner office and be the yeah. VP where no, they, yeah, there's dues. steps that you yep. have to do to, to get there and to be patient. Yep. And uh, yeah, that maybe that's kind of been lost a little bit in our culture of just, you know, want everything now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we had, I've had people like that too, that have like even like left, not like wanting to be here because we didn't give them a certain opportunity mm-hmm. that they wanted here. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's like sort of your prerogative, but I think there was like my, my mindset was like, just be faithful in the role you have. Yeah. And then, and then just do that for a while, even if you have like a hope to be in some other, you yeah. know, position or something. Yeah. But it's even then it's still, it's like hard to like be patient in that. But oh, it, totally. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, think about, okay, Jesus at 12. Yeah. In the temple. Teaching the could, priests and stuff. Couldn't he have just been arrested right then, gone to the cross at 12. Oof, that's a different story. Though. Died <laughs> and, you know, we would have yeah, still yeah. had the sufficiency of the God man. Yeah. Yeah. So there is some interesting, I think stuff for us to ponder. <laughs> if I could use that word. So, yeah. There you go. In that, that God's timing wasn't at 12, Yeah, but was for him to develop into, mm-hmm. I have read stuff that the reason, you know, he was 30 ish um, when he started his ministry, 33 ish, cause we don't know exactly, but when he sure. um, went to the cross, was because he had to live every every stage of a human. Mm-hmm. So it was to show his sinlessness. And 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 back then, the 30s were considered like the 70s, you know, being <laughs> 70 now, because the lifespan was Interesting. 40, 50 years, 60 years at the most. So it's like... Not the most, because just Anna was like either 84 or 105. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's interesting, because I don't know if I, don't know if I buy that. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's interesting to talk about it's not to like go you, through each stage. You mean? Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. I think it like just because I don't, I don't think it includes at thirty three includes like being older. Uh huh. Doesn't include marriage. Doesn't include ch- child rearing. Sure. I don't know. Like I think all that stuff's like, you know, if that was like the argument, I think I would want to argue back. I mean, I'm sure it was somebody who's like a thousand times smarter than me that said that, <laughs> but. <laughs> Well, or the, the other thought is that maybe those 18 years from age 12 to 30, yeah, that's how much preparation Jesus needed to be obedient Yeah, yeah, for a really hard thing. Oh, man. It's, it's so tricky, huh? Because, like, preparation to be obedient. I, I even struggle with this whole thing of preparation in general. Like, he had uh-huh. to go and anything he had to do to prepare is so hard with, like, the deity of, right. of Christ part. Because right. you're just like, come on. Yeah. Was it really hard? You're God and stuff, you know, like, and I don't mean right. not, not diminishing the humanity, but that's why, that's why the whole thing you talked about, the deity humanity thing yeah. is so hard to actually, first to actually understand. It's mysterious. We can say we understand it, but yep. I think when you start diving into it, it gets like messy. Yeah. I think if he, if he died when he was 12, you already get this like abuse, abusive father kind of um, critique of, mm. of God mm-hmm. that it's like. Oh, he killed his kid for mm-hmm. our sins. Cool. Like, is it, is he mean? Mm-hmm. You know, is he an abusive father? Mm-hmm. Like, um, cause you hear like atheists or non-Christians, what, sure. you know, people like use that as an argument. So imagine if it was a 12 year old. Yeah. I mean, that would be like 
I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe kind of intense. That could have been turned around. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I haven't thought I'm, about it like that. I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm just saying like that would be yeah so much harder. Like, like the willingness would seem harder yeah. to like believe. Yeah. Pre, pre, uh, uh, even bar mitzvah age. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, this the, is just fun to the whole speculate. fasting of Jesus. I'd always thought, oh man, this, the devil came to him. After those 40 days, that is weakest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is also an alternative thought that yeah. he actually came to him at his strength because yes. of 40 days of denying his flesh yeah. and saying yes to the spirit. So maybe in the same way, you could argue that the 12 to 30 was denying the flesh. Yeah, yeah. And he was that much closer to the father in order to really hear the yeah. will of God for each step of the way. But then, yeah, you're right. The deity, humanity is crazy. I bet everybody's getting married and stuff, right? So, like, oh, in yeah. between 12 to 30, everybody's getting married. Yeah, for sure. He, I bet everybody's like, what's the deal with Jesus, dude? Why is he not getting married? Yeah, like, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, he's attended weddings. Right, right. <laughs> and he, that's so interesting. And then we we just believe it, seems like it has to be, that somewhere in there his dad dies. Joseph dies yeah. somewhere between 12 to 30. Right. Which is pretty young to have your, you know, have your dad die. Yeah. Um, And so he... That's another like relatability thing. I wish we would hear a little bit more about that, but he was so mm-hmm. focused on his heavenly father. I think that it's like, mm-hmm. he wasn't like going to talk about his earthly father. Maybe, I don't know, mm-hmm. but you'd love to hear like, what was that process like for yeah. him? Just well, to... he had to love his dad. He loved yeah. Mary on the cross. He's yeah. like, John, take care of my, yeah. my mom. Yeah. I'm sure. He had that same relationship with dad in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read that huh. book? There's a book by, uh, it's a, it's a historical fiction book actually by Anne Rice. Hmm. She's like the lady that wrote like the, the vampire, the vampire interview with the vampire. Huh. She had like a, a moment of, of, uh, of conversion. Hmm. Uh, I think she would be something like a very, some very progressive like version mm-hmm. of Christianity, mm-hmm. but she, um, wrote like a historical fiction book about Jesus's mm-hmm. childhood. Hmm. And it was actually like really just yeah. fun. I mean, it's kind of like in the chosen in that way where, right. I'm not saying it's as done as like chosen is done way more according to the text, but mm-hmm. this is trying to fill in a, a gap and it does have a story similar to that one you said from mm-hmm. gospel of Thomas, but mm-hmm. it was, he didn't like make a bird, but he, uh, like his friend threw a rock at a bird or he threw, you know, or they were throwing rocks and they hit a bird and it, uh-huh. and it died. Uh-huh. And then everybody was like, all the kids were like sad and he like went up and grabbed it and then just like fluttered it and it came, <laughs> came to life and it flew away. And then everybody was like, looking at him sideways. Like uh-huh. it wasn't like they were like, Oh, look how cool is he? They were kind of like, Oh, wow. like he's sketchy. Uh-huh. Like he's got like demon powers or oh, something, yeah, you yeah. know? That yeah. Could attribute to that in that yeah. culture. Yeah. And then, um, and then he kind of was like, Oh, I got to, pull the pull back on this like yeah. not reveal this right it's just, anyway it was well good. mary when jesus turns and, and the gospel of john turns water into wine you mm-hmm. know he approaches her before that and says like come on you can do this like so he must yeah. have shown some yeah yeah supernatural qualities <clears throat> display yeah that she would invite him ask him to do this yeah <laughs> i wonder if he like sort of like using the force or whatever like we like do the dishes and stuff just kind of like when they're real tired just real tired it's just kind of like i wish i had that power (laughs) crazy crazy we got a new dishwasher yeah uh in 2022 we waited 13 months for it so we bought it and then it was on some boat in long beach harbor for a long time but when we got it the instruction said don't wash pre-rinse the dishes all the way it actually is better 
if you put really? some like food or, or, or you yeah, allow the yeah, dishes yeah. to be kind of soiled, there's something about it that like does its work. It's like, what? It's so crazy. That's like, see, stuff like that's like so hard. Like, I get so <laughs> I skeptical. Like, I'm like, I what? That's unbelievable. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're just like, throwing like, you know, plates full of rice, potatoes, chicken. We're just firing <laughs> it into the dishwasher. <laughs> but then do you notice that you have to fill or you have to clean out that little like filter cup thing? Then? So that's what it's. Yeah. yeah that's the yeah, other yeah. thing though. So you have, there's like a little space to get all the, yeah. the refuse out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard though to pull that. We just actually, it's strangely enough, it's <laughs> interesting for the listeners that we also got a 2022 dishwasher. Uh, so ours died and we got one too. So are we officially middle aged that we talk yeah. about garbage men? <laughs> oh, I know. There you go. That's good. <laughs> we weren't like excited about our dishwashers. We talked about this months later just as a story. Right. But I am curious, actually, still, even though you are trying to have us mock ourselves, but I, which I think we are deserving of. But I am curious, when you put the dishes in all dirty, is it like, is it doing it? Is yes. it working? Perfect. Spotless. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I have like a, everyone says like, oh, just put them in or just kind of like scrape the like big chunks, yeah. you know, and then just put them yeah. in. And I'm like, I just can't do it. Yeah. There's something like, I don't know what it is, man. Right. I don't like wash them with soap or something, but I rinse them just so there's not stuff yeah we didn't grow up with the dishwasher so my family oh. we just by hand so i still have that kind of yeah connection we actually <laughs> northern california we had like a whole period i feel like i was in junior high we didn't have a washer or dryer and we lived in a house well, so we didn't, didn't have like a we had to go to a laundromat yeah or my mom would put out like the old school yeah hanger and we so, would just throw our clothes in there, but they smelled so good. How did she wash them? Just in the sink or something? Like in a board, like yeah. a tub? Yeah. Like she would just did like she have put that it scraper in. thing, yeah. like the old timey, yeah. like the pioneers? Right. Well, not not like. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that. <laughs> the washboard. Yeah, the washboard. She didn't you know see washboard? these washboards? <laughs> He's, listener, he is pointing to his abdomen. <laughs> Shockingly, he is wearing a button up shirt with a sweater on top of it. In a classic Matt Doan style choice. Um, <laughs> I'm a middle-aged man. What do you expect? Uh, Ooh, can, we, uh, can we bring up uh, the most recent thing that your wife is, uh, has said to you? Oh, no. Should I not bring this up? If you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. We don't have to. <laughs> no, it's too late. Go it's ahead. Late. Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I have no shame. <laughs> so can I start it? Yep. <laughs> I feel like Marie and I are like transition. We've just moved from Luke two to <laughs> to nonsense again. Yes, <laughs> Marie and I enjoy teasing Matt Doan about certain things, um, <laughs> and uh, it formerly was like his his striped shirts, like this one big stripe across the front shirt. I which love, I actually like those shirts. I love striped shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you do. And I like that shirt. It's fine. It's fine. And I just wear black, so whatever. Who cares? <laughs> but recently, I liked teasing Matt about his new, I call them fancy hoodies. Yes. Uh, he's got the fancy hoodies, which are actually like, so it's funny because these things that I make fun of you about, I actually really like both. I like the striped shirt and I like the fancy hoodie. That's kind of like I make fun of you two with you, but I actually really like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You exactly. <laughs> but the fancy hoodie is like, it's just like an obviously fancy hoodie. Like, I don't know anybody else that wears fancy hoodies. This fancy is your hoodies. thing. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Like it's, it's, uh, <laughs> maybe I can market it. <laughs> yeah. The fancy hoodie. Where do you buy the fancy hoodie? Oh, well, <laughs> if you ever see me 
you know that my clothes come from one of three places. Target. Target. <laughs> Costco. Costco. Or the Salvation Army. <laughs> These wasn't from the Salvation Army. It was no. from Target. That was Target. That was, it, a, that was a Target purchase. Is it yeah. that Goodfellow brand? That's yes, I, like. I love I like Goodfella. the Goodfellow brand. Goodfella. Yeah. Uh, that's like basically just means Target brand. Like that's <laughs> right. their like, that's like Kirkland for Costco. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Kirkland. Don't get me started. It's so awesome. <laughs> Let's see if Michael Wells listens to this podcast. If he he's our executive pastor here at Calvary, he, he loves Costco. He loves Costco. Like I feel like he wants something because it's from Costco. And <laughs> like he doesn't like it, and then all of a sudden he hears, "Oh, it's from Costco." Yeah, then he wants it. Yeah, he's like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, Costco is amazing." Uh, anyway, but um, I was just there this weekend. But uh, was it? I forget. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What Marie said, oh, boy. So she said to you, "I don't like the way you smell." No, no, that. That is false information. <laughs> um, we had a conversation, and she's like, uh, I don't like that deodorant. And I'm like, Marie, I've been wearing the same deodorant for 20 years of our marriage. So like, I know I've just never liked it. it. Smells like old man. And it's like, what? We talk about everything. There's like total transparency, love in our relationship. Good communication. <laughs> Why do you just tell me this? I would have gone and switched to a new deodorant. So I'm in the process right now. <laughs> I'm in the process right now of testing out different deodorants. Okay, okay. But yeah. <laughs> do you want me to tell this part yeah, of the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I texted Eric this weekend because I've let him in on this. We were just kind of laughing about it. And um, I was uh, a part of a homeless ministry on Saturday, and an older homeless lady. Um, gave her a hug as she was going through this food line. She goes, you smell good out of nowhere. And I go, that's right. Wearing my old deodorant smells good. <laughs> so maybe we should stop right there. Yeah, really not what I said back to you. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, anyways, yeah. marriage tip 101. Yeah. Maybe why ask. don't you tonight, if you're married, go ask your spouse. Mm-hmm. Is my deodorant okay? Do you like the smell of my deodorant? And you may be surprised at the answer you get. Yeah, yeah. And you may need to change some things up. Yeah, there you go. You know what? So let's all do that. And if you could email <laughs> Calvary Podcast. How this went in your marital <laughs> yeah, life or just whatever. To, just let us know. <laughs> do you ever wear cologne? I am not a cologne person. Yeah, that used to be really big in like the 90s, yeah. at least where I was growing up. I think it's resurging amongst, oh, really? the, amongst the youths. Really? Yeah, I think it's, uh, or just young adults. I mm-hmm. think it's like a, a thing that's kind of coming back. Mm-hmm. But um, not that it was like gone or something, but I just yeah. think most people I know didn't do that. But... Car Noir. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool Water. Yeah. Whatever some of these yeah. like, yeah, Eternity for Men. Mm-hmm. I remember having a bottle of Eternity for Men when I was like in high school. Yep. I would spray it in the bathroom. I'd spray it up yeah and then i would just walk through it yes exactly <laughs> exactly uh, but yeah i don't uh, i don't it kind of hurts my nose and b doesn't use a lot of perfume she'll have like mm-hmm. some sort of body spray like mm-hmm. girls do but i don't know um yeah but that stuff like i don't know kind of bothers me for some reason what's there between body spray and perfume i think it's just like <laughs> now there is something different about it it's like Bath and Body Works body spray is just sort of different than just like straight like perfume. Like it has like a different chemical in it. Okay. I mean, it's still just doing the same. I get what your your question is just doing the yeah. same thing, but there's something different about the the chemistry of it. Okay. My stomach's rumbling. Oh no. Um all right. Is that is that an indication we need to close we'll, down? We'll the... start we'll start to wrap it up. But yeah. <laughs> I still think I wear degree cool rush. I think you should try yeah, it. Yeah, that's the one you sent me. I okay. sent him a picture of it. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'll, tr- I'll try that one let you know how it goes. Everybody, if you have Matt's uh, phone number, you should text him what you like. 
<laughs> or or email podcast at calvarylife.org. Like, isn't, isn't degree a is that a feminine? Why do you keep you brought that up last time? No, like whatever. It's just a brand. I don't understand. Old Spice. That's like manly. I know. That's everyone thinks that about Old Spice. I think Old Spice is gross too. I stopped okay. using Old Spice when I was like in like middle school or oh, whatever. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I used that at the beginning, but I think it's gross. Okay. Yeah, I'm with Marie. All uh, right. Most, all right. Marie and I agree on a lot <laughs> of stuff. Are, you got, you're in the similar quad, <laughs> quadrant of personality. <laughs> uh, hey, a couple other things. Yeah. Change subject off of me. Yeah, sure. Um, alpha course. So we're doing the alpha course. We're heading into week three this week. It's not too late to jump in, as you even said, um, yep. to the church family on Sunday. But we've just had a wonderful kickoff to our alpha course. Yep. Doing it. It's really cool. Second time we've done this, we're doing it in English and Spanish. Yeah. So it's bilingual. So yeah, it's cool. we do the opening kind of welcome and a few things in both languages. Victor Milan, one of our Hispanic pastors here at Calvary, leads that up with John Smalley. And then um, we share a meal together. We watch one of the Alpha Course videos, and then we get into tables and talk about it. So we have Spanish-speaking tables, English-speaking tables. But it's been really cool to see even people these first two weeks, like, having deep, meaningful conversations. Yeah. And so I'm just really thankful how yeah. even God's moving so far here at Calvary in 2023. And just want to encourage our church, like, man, let's let's keep taking steps to invite people mm-hmm. into this community. Um, not so just their, you know— another attender but so they just truly can have an experience with jesus christ yeah absolutely it's good it's good i agree so we're just doing like ads for ministry <laughs> stuff now huh <laughs> i just wanted to reflect on that i thought that was really great no i think it's awesome <laughs> it's really great and we have our new family pastor yeah who's started off here in January. That's right. Denise. Denise. Yeah, yeah. She's doing so, a great job so far. So wonderful to have that. her around. So yeah. yeah, this is a sweet, I think it's a sweet season here at Calvary. Yeah, absolutely. It has nothing to do with Josh Simpson on sabbatical right now. That's oh, not wow. why it's a sweet season. Shots I'm fired. Saying, I'm just saying it's. <laughs> wow. The kindly Matt Doan <laughs> taking shots at like the other, like sweetest man of Calvary, Josh Simpson. <laughs> Interesting. It's just like clash of. Titans. Yeah. Josh, though, will, he, he, he's got a sarcastic he's, way. Yeah, he will he's, take you down. He's quick. He's quick. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, we miss you, Josh. Miss you right now. Absolutely. I'm sure you're listening to this podcast on your sabbatical. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure not. Um, All right. But, anything else for you? Got any commercial advertisements? No, dude, to I'm make? good. I'm happy. Doing good. Yep. Happy, healthy. I'm glad you're feeling good to you. Yep. So I um, hope you guys are all doing well. Um, yeah. Let us know if there's anything you'd want us to discuss, questions you might have. Oh, wait, listen. Oh, sorry. My stomach is rumbling again. Really? I don't know if you could hear it. What'd you have for breakfast? I just had a bar, like a, you know, one of these, like just some sort of breakfast protein bars and then ran and then I haven't had anything since and it's like midday. Yeah. So yeah, that's what happens. All right. Yeah. That's why. From deodorant. From deodorant to bars (laughs) to rumbly tumblies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Maddie. Uh, And thank you. Always good. For listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.